Over 2,000 years ago, Jesus made his triumphant return. And in that same week, he shared his last meal with his disciples, was betrayed, arrested, put on trial, beaten, crucified, and resurrected. This is a special Easter edition of The God Spot, powered by Elevated Faith. Welcome to From the Throne to the Cross, Back to the Throne, Part 2. So yeah, so he, you know, he's making he's making that journey to Golgotha, which is, you know, the the making the, he's making his own journey to the he's cross. He's making his own journey to the to the cross while bearing his cross. Yes. Yeah, by carrying yes. his cross, yeah. And um so he finally, you know, he finally gets there and uh he's actually placed between two other what do you call were they They were thieves, robbers. They were thieves, right? Yes. Yeah, robbers. Okay. So he's placed in the middle of these. Is this, you know, not until the other, not until I read this, that was there a specific reason that he was placed that way? There's no specific reason why he was placed that way, except for to symbolize the left and the right hand, uh, uh, okay. you know, the left and the right hand of God and how the Bible says that when in Revelation, where it says there'll be the sheep and the uh, what is this? The sheep and the goats will be uh, the the sheep will be on the right hand and the goats will be on the left hand. Is the evil and the bad because it was okay. So the right and the left hand. Yeah, like right and left hand of God is, okay. uh, and this is what I believe, and based on what I've read, it's like the in Revelation it even tells you that the people be separated, the goats and the the lamb or the sheep will be separated. Mm -hmm. On the left will be the lambs, and on the right will be the sheep. Sheep meaning the good ones. Mm -hmm. Goats, I mean, goats. Goats meaning on the left side would be the uh, those that are not in Christ mm -hmm. or the bad. Oh, got um, it. Yes, got it. But even hanging, even during this time when he was he was there on the cross between these two thieves, didn't one of them ask? Like, did one of them at some point repent and give his life to Christ, or like, yes. hey, uh, say a good word for me when you get to the Father, or what? What happened in that? Yeah, he he said, say a good word for me, and and he because he said that why why was the other guy mocking him right. and knowing Jesus did nothing wrong right. and he said this man is innocent uh -huh. so he said uh you know remember remember me when you get to the father remember right. me when you get to where you're going and um he will remember him and Jesus says you will be with me right okay um the other part too that in that in that scripture that sticks out that sticks out so great too is that um as a mother standing and watching, you know, your, even though um, she, she birthed Jesus, so she raised him, yes. but knowing that he had a purpose because the Holy Spirit had already told her, you know, well, didn't clarify, didn't correct me if I'm wrong. You didn't, everything wasn't laid out for her. Like she was only told, I mean, she was told that he would, you know, he would be a, a savior that right. would save the world. Right. And, um, you know, save the world from itself and so forth. But, uh, but never he didn't know what he was going to have to go through. She was, was only right. Jesus knew. He, he, and Jesus right. never told his his mom until like the end when he was, and I'm pretty sure his mom probably heard 
um, when he was talking to the disciples mm -hmm. sometimes, he would right. have these conversations when he said I would have to go away, but three days later I would you know, come back. Right, right. So, but she brought, she, you know, didn't probably understand. Or, you know, but so I'm now can you, so as a mother, my heart is so, so torn to even imagine that you're standing, watching something that you have no control over. You can't fix it. You can't wish it or will it away. This is something that is happening right before your eyes. Your baby, you know, yeah, he's 33, but he's still her baby is, you know, being crucified right before you hanging on this cross. I mean, the pain that she must, uh, the pain that she endured. Yeah, I just, like I said, I don't think nobody, I don't think any mother, you know, could sit there and even, even today, I mean, if you have a child that's done something wrong and through even to die, I mean, today when they're mm -hmm. getting executed in San Quentin or wherever they're getting executed and a mother would have to see that. Yeah. It's got to be hard for them. Of course. Even though they course. know they're, they're, even though they're, their son did something wrong, but right. for a mother, mm -hmm. they probably they still probably cry out for them. Of course they would. And to and to know and to take this even step, you said for mothers that know that their that their children might have did something wrong, for the mother that knew her son lived a righteous life and did no wrong. Yeah, that's that's what I say. That's kind that, of hard. <laughs> right. And then, you know, Mary Magdalene was there, you know, and to and to see, you know, because of this man, how my life, you know, was transformed changed, yeah. and changed and just, you know, all the people that, you know, was was touched by him in some kind of way, even in, not necessarily in the physical, but being in the presence of him, you know, seeing him is just it's got to be it was just it. I can't I can't bring that to words right now because mm. I, I think about it and I'm like, wow. Yes, it's a lot. It is a lot. It it's, is. It's a lot to yeah. fathom. It's a lot to really think about. But that's where the, even Jesus says, "When we drink this cup, remember me. Mm. When we take this, we do this in remembrance of right, me." Right, right, right. So, Will, maybe you could shine a little light in this area where um, they came. Joseph came. Joseph of Arimathea came in the night along with Nicodemus and asked for Jesus's body. Now, was it, was it in night, was it in nighttime that they did this or was it during the daytime? I assume it that was it was before, in, in night, right? They had to do it before the, the Sabbath because okay. they did. So it was right after, it was still at night. Yeah. Okay. Because he put, so what was the purpose? So explain, what was the purpose of them coming in the night asking for Jesus's body in such a way? Well, the purpose is they had to do it. They wanted, they needed to take his body down off the cross before the Sabbath, okay. before the next day. Okay. That was, that was only purpose of uh, them taking it down um the it, it, the the tomb he was given the tomb because you know he wanted to, to right. give him that tomb but the the purpose of him taking it down was only because they needed to do it before the sabbath because oh, they could okay. not do no work okay so i was afraid i was thinking that it had to do something with like they were afraid they were going to do something with the body they were going to take it somewhere or where they didn't but they wanted to preserve this body according to yeah, most cruci most crucifixions, believe it or not, the bodies just stay out there. They don't oh, even take them down. They don't take well, no. What, they don't what even do take they, them down. So what happens? To so the birds come in and they eat the rot the rotten bodies that are on those crosses. What? Yeah, I mean, most crucifixions. If you go back through Roman history, those bodies stay up there as as reminders 
uh, they stay outside the, of course, outside the city, like right. Algata is outside the city. Right. So when people are coming into the city, if you do something wrong, that's what could happen to you. So, okay, so we're going to back up a little bit. So at Golgotha, this is the, the Hill of Skulls. That's what it, mm -hmm. that's what it translates to. There the people that is there there. many, many leftover bodies then at this place? There could have been. The Bible doesn't say that. It but doesn't say it. There could be somewhere right. around there. There right. probably were um, if they had some other crucifixions that were done oh, around the wow. same time. Because they do not take those bodies down. Nobody, nobody knows what happened to those, the, the, the body of the two thieves that were up there. Right. Yeah, the Bible doesn't say, oh, but, wow. but Roman history, those bodies stay there. Huh, that's yes. interesting. That's if you really go back and read about, the, you know, the history of the Roman right. and the, the, how they, uh, you know, showed their power and their mm -hmm. might, where they were very rough people. Right. They, they believed in, in, in showing how rough they were. Right. They even had they had other means of, of I want to say crucifixion. Crucifixion was on the cross, but they had other means of, of a death sentence where they would literally take a dead body. Mm -hmm and attach it to a guy, somebody else. That was a sentence. They would take a dead body and attach it to another person, and that person would literally, you know, I don't want to be graphic here, but when you have a dead body attached to you, there that comes other type of things. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know what? We're just going to go. Um, so they took his body. They prepared it. Um, they brought myrrh. They brought, aloe, you know, the aloes. Um, they brought... All the you know the strips of cloth to wrap the body to and to prepare and that's that's the normal way that in biblical times a body and they had to prepare, do it right? and, and and truly they brought all that but all of that really wasn't done so they did right. they did do some of it because Joseph uh, uh, not Joseph who was it uh, Nicodemus mm -hmm. I believe it was Nicodemus brought like seventy pounds of myrrh. Well, the scripture says a it was a hundred. Was it hundred? Yes, it said a hundred pounds yeah. of, but it was probably the myrrh and the aloes and stuff yes, all together. together. It, it was a hundred pounds. So, but the ladies would have come the next morning and dress the body and dress the yes. body. And so, that so was the purpose of it. They didn't have time. They had to because of the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. They had to do it, you know, pretty quick. Right. Um, so they really didn't have much time to really prepare right. the body that way they normally would right which takes us into john 19 where it does talk about the empty tomb and when mary um when mary magdalene right was mary magdalene yes mary magdalene goes to the tomb and the stone is rolled away and what the the strips of cloth that they knew that they wrapped the body in yeah the strips of cloth there, there were the the, the the clothing or the cloak mm -hmm. or the, the covering that mm -hmm. the, the cloth that covered up the body mm -hmm. was on the ground or on right. the floor of, of the tomb. And the body was gone. But this was this was really and I still can't wrap my head around it. And I gotta find out the purpose of this. Mm -hmm. The covering of the body or the like the blanket that goes over the body mm -hmm. was just on the ground. But Bible says that they also put a, a piece of cloth over the face. The Bible says that that piece of cloth was folded up nicely and set in a in a place. Really? Yes. I I, I don't. That's interesting. Yeah, and, and I, I I don't, and I'm trying to find out the meaning of that. But that cloth, the face cloth, was folded up. 
Everything else is on the ground. Did it, but maybe the it, did it have it something to do with the veil? Because it's it would be considered if when you put something over a face, that's a veil. The veil was broken. I, I, I still don't maybe? understand that. I, I don't I, I know. I'll do more research on that one, but I do know that the cloth was folded up. The scripture says that the cloth was, everything else was, the cloth was made neatly, uh, folded up neatly. Right, and right. put at the head of the, uh, no, the put at the, I think, I can't remember at the top of my head, but put at the foot or the head of where Jesus' body right. was. I think okay, was so listeners, head. if you want to research that and then drop us an answer, that would be awesome if you found out what the purpose of that was. That would be amazing. It has to be some scriptural purpose exactly. in there somewhere, but I need to do a little bit more research on it. But, fine. but yes, I, why it was folded up now. I, I don't know. Did Jesus get up himself and fold it up and put it there? Maybe. I, 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 Maybe. I don't know. So, guys, here we are. This is now three days, right? Yeah, this is about the third day. They got this is the three. This is the third day. This is the third day after the crucifixion, and Mary goes to the tomb because she's going to prep. She and some other the other ladies, and they're going to prep the body and for burial and to do all that that they need to do. And guess what? The stone was rolled away and the body is not there. <laughs> that is the good news. We went through all of that. You know, we had to get from the pain, all the pain in order to get to this point. And even when she, she goes in, she doesn't, she, she doesn't, she's like, she starts weeping because she's like, who took his body? Where is he? What happened? She doesn't even think you know, depending, depending on which 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 scripture you read, like John Math John or Matthew or, or this Luke. is John nineteen. Okay, this is out of John. So some of them like Matthew, I believe. Um, she doesn't. They say she doesn't go in until right. after that. Then she sees the angels, which she she mm -hmm. actually leaves, and she she leaves and she comes back with John, who is the beloved one, um, the one who the the, right. the disciple that puts his. And this one says she comes back with uh she comes back with Simon. Yes, but Simon John, was, John Sorry, ran John. fast. So, so oh. <laughs> John could run faster than he was the youngest disciple. He oh, ran, he ran yeah, faster yeah, than, yeah. Than, okay. than Simon Peter. He, he got to the tomb before everybody else. Oh he, my gosh! That's when they actually went in the tomb. Uh, Can you even imagine? You now you know you put the body was put in there. And you know that you saw this person hanging on a cross. He was crucified. He gave up his last breath. You know that you know you saw what you saw. And then you come now. The stone, I mean, and it's not just a little like little boulder. This was this thing was huge and heavy, right? Yes. It covered up the whole entrance of this tomb. And so it wasn't an easy feat. It would have had to take, I mean, you wouldn't think that one person would be able to roll that away right no it actually took how I many like three or four um guards to actually cover up the, right um, yeah. yeah so if it if it place. took that many to cover it up it would have taken that many so now she's thinking the body's gone and so at that point then you know somebody um then jesus in his spiritual form right no he was yeah spiritual form in, in, in People say disguise because Mary didn't even know who she who who he was. She thought she was talking to the gardener. Yes, <laughs> you know she didn't even recognize. She's just like, you know, he was in here, and I come back this morning, and now the body is gone. I don't know where they. Because he asked her, he said, "Why are you crying? Why?" And she's like, "Because he's gone. Like, you know, he's not here anymore." 
and then and then when he he, he let her know that it was him he immediately told her not to not to touch him yeah because he said he had not yet ascended to the father so uh, tell us a little bit about that well i'm gonna tell you a little bit about that because it, it is important the he, descending he he now well, well he he didn't he didn't even talk to them about the, the the descending he just told her don't you know i have not yet ascended to my father um okay but the scripture does tell us that jesus descended Okay. Um, if we get into, uh, let's see, well, you know, those are crazy. It, 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 it's, it, the Bible tells in John 14, 6, Jesus says himself, he says, no one comes through the father mm -hmm. except through, you know, except through him, right? right. In John 14, 6. Okay. So I, I believe that the, the Bible shows us that there was only one who went to the father before Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was, and you can read down in in, in Second King two eleven. That was Elijah. Elijah was taken up to heaven, but the Bible does not tell us about anybody else who reached the Father, mm. who was taken up to heaven, who was taken up to God. But there was only one, and that's what it says uh, Elijah. Um, I believe there might be another, but I'm sure that Elijah was taken up to heaven. Nobody saw him mm -hmm. before Christ. But in Second King two eleven, uh, Elijah was taken to heaven. Um, but one of the main purposes of Christ was to what? Salvation, right? right? Salvation mm -hmm. of the people. Right. So I, and this is the way I'm looking at it. Jesus, one of his main mission was salvation of mankind and to be the, the light that guides mankind mm -hmm. to, to the father. Right. Okay. Therefore, and that's why I asked this question, but therefore, how did all others who had passed away before Christ to be reconciled to the Father in heaven. How did they? They weren't. They weren't, right? They weren't. But Jesus knew he had to go get the people because his main goal was to reconcile. I mean, there was there there there, there was heaven and hell. I mean, if you if you if you know it, I mean, Jesus had to reconcile them and bring them to heaven after his resurrection. So he descended before he ascended. And you must got a question? Yeah. So. Does that then, does that explain then in scripture where it says that once Jesus, once he gave up his life, once he was crucified, then all the bodies raised up out of the, started raising up out of the, out of the graves and they were brought, is that, is that tied into that? It's tied into that, yes. There were some bodies, they say, they, there are some people, and, and you, if you read it, there were bodies, right. they say it came up. Yes, it's tied into that. Now, okay. remember Jesus was body first, right? Yes. His physical body. Right. And when people die, that's why I say you hear this 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 saying absent from just, absent from the body oh, is present with, with the, the Lord. Lord. Right. Well, the Lord had to go where first? The Lord had to go down. That was a paradise. Uh, uh I'll just say it like this. It says in Ephesians 4 9, and I read the uh, 4, 9, and 10, the uh, New King James Version of it says this. Um now, now this he ascended. What does it mean but that he also first descended into the lower parts of the earth? He who descended is also the one who ascended far above all heavens that he might feel all things or he may be a part of all things. Um, that's what that's talking about, being part of all things. But so that scripture is telling you that he was, that he actually descended. In First Peter 4 and 5, I'll say First Peter 4, 5 and 6, and this is the, um, 
Amplify version, I'll just say, do I even have that here? I really don't have the whole scripture, but I'll just say the gospel here, uh, First okay. Peter 4, mm -hmm. the gospel preached to the living and the dead, right? So the gospel was preached to the living and the dead. Mm, okay. So it's kind of hard to fathom, but there were there was the dead who also had to, to hear the um the word, had to hear the gospel. And if you go down to um I would say and that was talking in Matthew. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think I don't want to talk about it, but in Matthew, or let me, let me break it down in Luke, Luke 16, 26, it talks about that Abraham's bosom right. was right next to Hades, um, separated uh, by a great chasm. Right. And if you want to, do you, you have that up there? Because you know, if you want to read that, Matthew, uh, or Luke, I'm sorry, Luke 16, mm -hmm. 26, it's actually the story of the, the story of Lazarus, he was um, another Lazarus that, that, that died and um, went, he was a beggar and he went down to, he, he was a beggar who begged at, at somewhere around the rich man's door. And so it's a story about the, the beggar and the rich man. The beggar goes down to heaven, goes down to the bosom of Abraham. And when he's in there, he looks across the, 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 um, the rich man goes to the Hades part. And he is, um, when he looks across the chasm, he sees the beggar. Mm -hmm. And he's down okay. there in his heat, and he's just begging for just to, some cool water, just to touch his tongue, mm -hmm. because he's on the Hades part. Right. Well, in the bosom of Abraham is the beggar, and, and the, um, the, the rich man is begging to, for the beggar to be resurrected mm -hmm. and be sent back up. Right to tell the people, to tell his family. Right. And he's not able to <laughs> tell his family. And he says, what good is it to tell his family? It's a whole big story. But yeah, down yeah. there is a, is there. so there, that's where people are in the bosom of Abraham. Mm, and, okay. And, and, and so those are, so those would be the ones then for clarity that Jesus went and received to yes, him. Yes, received him. 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 Mm, okay. Yeah, so Abraham, you see, and, and just so, okay. so you get more clarity on, on, on Abraham's bosom. Say, Abraham's side or bosom is seen by many as a term that's uh, synopsis with death. Those who are in Abraham's bosom are those who live, who have died. Okay. Therefore, it is a symbolic way of describing the dead. So before Christ, people became part of. So before Christ, people were still okay. um, going down to the dirt or going down to the earth. That's okay. what it says. And just so you know what Hades is, and I can never say it right, the Sheol, Sheol? Sheol. Sheol, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, there is also the view, and this is Hades, there is also the view that Abraham's bosom is another way of describing the unseen realm of the dead known as Hades or Sheol. Those in Abraham's bosom are in the specific place, the realm of the dead. But there's also the other parts that, that right. describe it. Okay. But Ezekiel 32, 18, um, 32, 18 and 19 says like this in New King James Version. And this is where you know that people go down. It says, son, son of man, well over the multitude of Egypt and cast them down to the depths of the earth. Her and the daughters of the famous nations 
with those who go down to the pit. Whom do you surpass in beauty? Go down, be placed with the uncircumcised. So that's telling you the people were sent down. Right. There, there, there was no resurrection uh, of the people until uh, Jesus went down to actually get uh, to reconcile salvation. And I'm just going to say we're going to come. We're coming to the to our close here. That we are grateful that in that Garden of Gethsemane, God didn't change His mind. Yes, we're thankful for that. While Jesus had to go through the pain and the agony that He went through, there was a great outcome on the end of that because He died and He rose again in those three days. And so well, Jesus, so, Jesus had to be the example. Yeah. Um, that he had to set the example that we are to walk like him, right. and we also are going to be resurrected like him. And there were so many, there's so many accounts of him um, because he didn't, and even at that point, even at um, his um, at the at his resurrection, there were several, there were several days, even yeah, I would say several. There was a while there where he was still. He spent more. He came and he spent some more time with his disciples. Days. It was forty days. Yes. He spent time with his disciples. Like, hey guys, like I'm not going to be here anymore. Like this is it. This is this is the final. But I'm coming to comfort you and let you know that after I'm gone. I'm sending a comforter to you. I'm sending, and you need to still continue what we have already started. And so you go out into all the nations and proclaim the gospel to the whole world. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe in my name, and they will cast out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up servants with their hands. And the scripture goes on. And he, that was like his, his, well, that was his, 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 his final, his final commandment. Right, telling us right. what, what we should do. What we and, should be doing. And you're going to lay hands on the sick. They're going to recover. So he, you know, he came and thank goodness that he came in the form that he did. Right. I think I'm saying it right. Yeah. I'm going to leave with one last scripture in, in, in 1 Corinthians. I'm going to read this all through to be an amplified version because it breaks it down totally. If you don't mind, it totally breaks it down. This 1 Corinthians 15 20 through 22 because it helps you understand even what we were talking about, what he is still to do. Um, so 1 Corinthians 15 20 22, it says, But now, as things really are, Christ has in fact been raised from the dead. And he became the first fruits, that is, the first to be resurrected with an incorruptible, immortal body, foreshadowing the resurrection of those who have fallen asleep in death. For since it was by a man that death came into the world, it is also by a man that the resurrection of the dead has come. For just as in Adam all die, so also in Christ all will be made alive. So just as you were saying that we will do all things in Christ so that man yes. shall be made alive. Exactly. And we wouldn't have been able to do that without Jesus and the cross. Yes. And this thing that we are stepping into, which is our Good Friday, our Passover week, and Easter Sunday. Yes. And so we are just, we're, 
you know, we, we have Jesus, and so we're thankful for that. And so we, our prayer here at the God Spot is that as you guys, our listeners, are going into, into the week, and especially during this most, you know, most trying, unknowing time of, you know, uh, the chaos that's, that's, you know, circling around, our hope is in Jesus. And he is, remember you know, the blood, remember the blood, that's exactly, the as the Passover, um, you know, pray that over your homes, pray that over your families. Um, you know, some of we, in, in our church, where um, our pastors are doing a symbolic, um, a symbolic gesture, and I've seen it online on, on Facebook with some other people, but not necessarily out here. Um, you know, they're taking a red ribbon and tying it to their doorpost as a symbolic, and it's okay to do those things. It's, it's okay to do that as a symbolic of this home is covered by the blood of Jesus and we're protected. And, you know, that, that as a symbolic thing. So, um, do it. Those are the things, you know, in remembrance, do this of me. Often when you do this, think of me. That's what the word says. And so, we just want to offer hope and encouragement that even in the unknowing and the most chaotic time, there is hope and there is, and his name is Jesus. That's the cross. Amen. That's the cross. <laughs> and so we're going to go ahead and close out in prayer. Um, just a, you know, just a quick prayer. Um, and we'll take it from there. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time, Lord. We thank you for this platform that you continue to give to us to bring your word to your children, Father God. And as we come into um, the week of remembering your son, um, Jesus Christ, Lord, um, those that may have somehow been um, on the fence or just hearing a little bit about who he is, and even those that have may wandered off, Father God, I pray that this is a time that they will come back to you, knowing that you are the one that has this whole, um, that the world that you've created is in the palm of your hand, Father God, and that they will find hope, they will find encouragement, they will find strength, they will find peace, and they will find joy in coming back and returning to you, Father God. For all the families that are affected by this, Father God, we just pray and ask that you will continue just to to protect them, um, be with them. Father God, if, if there's nobody, if they're by themselves, Lord, send somebody to them, Father God. Speak to someone. I know we're doing this thing called social distancing, but it's it's um, it doesn't take anything but a to pick up the phone and send a text or reach out via social media, Zoom. We've got too much in our hands, technology-wise, that you have given us to not reach out and to check on others and to love on one another. And so, Father God, that's our prayer, that everyone across this nation, even in the other nations and other countries, Father God, will just reach out to you and know and, and just ask in who you are. So, Father God, we love you and we thank you and we want to always just draw closer and closer to you and just be with you and the things that you have for us. Father, we praise you and we thank you and we love you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. So guys, that's it for the God spot. Um, what I um, want to encourage you, if you have any questions on, on today's, on today's episode, if you have on the scripture, um, resources, whatever, feel free to go ahead and reach out to us at godspot316 at gmail.com. You can also find us on Elevated Faith on Facebook, and we're also on Instagram at Elevated Faith 
uh, underscore Godspot. Um, so until next time, I'm Allie, and I will chat with you then. Bye! You've been listening to The Godspot, powered by Elevated Faith. Don't forget, for prayer, prayer reports, and daily encouragement, head over to Facebook and like the Elevated Faith Facebook group. The intro and outro song is a song called Let It Go, powered by J Someday Music. Find her on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com forward slash jsomday or on Instagram at jsomday. Contact us 24 hours a day via email at gunspot316 at gmail.com. From our family to yours, have a blessed and favored week.